Warning. The following podcast contents material that could be deemed offensive. You'll hear explicit language, jokes in poor taste and overall crude humor. Listener discretion is advised. Enjoy. Well, maybe he just has manners. Yo, baby, you have your asshole licked by a fat man in an overcoat? What part of I point at headphone and I go thumbs up it's in an upward motion? Do nothing, you not... nothing. The levels are the same, untouched. I don't so either. You're going deaf, or you, you know, skied too hard, or, you know, ran into a tree or something. I don't know, but. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. I don't feel like I hear myself in my headphones, though. You talk. I am talking. You are talking right now. Yes. Yeah, I'm not really getting anything out of here. Huh. Well, everything's good. Is it plugged in? I don't know. We'll figure it out. <clears throat> Hang it with D's. <laughs> Episode 59, and I know we were uh, just here a couple days ago, but we are here now to discuss the night that was NFL Draft round number one. Uh, lots of things went on there, and then we've got, of course, a couple of other big stories, uh, one in particular. And then we're going to have a little fun and do a little fantasy mock draft of fictional football players, and we'll... Uh, Explain a little bit more about that when we get to it, but let's go ahead and uh, kick off our draft talk. Obviously, round one last night had some big shocks, some not big shocks, some people fell, some people didn't, and obviously no surprise going number one was Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson, and uh, you know, it. they both went number one? Well... One and two, for fuck's sake. Okay. Come on. They're not stupid. Mm. Um, you know what's funny about Zach Wilson, especially last night? What's that? Zach Wilson looked like a guy playing Zach Wilson in the Disney plus, or Disney version of the story of Zach Wilson. Yeah. Like, did you see him? Yeah. He looked like a fucking Ken doll wearing a suit. He like, looks like he is kid, pretty. Yeah. yeah. That is a pretty, pretty man. Yeah. Or, or, or boy, I don't know how old he is, but yeah. it is funny. He just yeah. referring to someone as a pretty, pretty man's kind of weird. But well, pretty, yeah, pretty but boy. That's is the even only worse. way to <laughs> yeah, right. That's the only way I can describe him. Like he looks too pretty to play football. Like he, but then again, he went to BYU, and that's I think safe to say probably the whitest school in oh, yeah. in the country. Right. So, uh, so yeah, there's your one and two picks, and then the. Mystery was solved as San Francisco came along and took Trey Lance, which, I mean, he he definitely showed out in his pro day and kind of helped his, his stock up, but there were still some people questioning it. Um, do you feel like that was the right call? Yes. Okay. I mean, if you you gave up all that capital, you're getting a quarterback. It's either 
Lance or Fields or Mac Jones, and of the three, I like Trey Lance. Yeah. And we have now learned that their plan wasn't to get Trey Lance right. until things fell apart. Uh, I don't know if they fell apart yesterday or the day before or whatever, but uh, it almost leads me to believe that they really didn't plan to make the pick until they had to make the pick. I mean, I think they had, you know, a general idea, but their plan was to not have to make that pick, if you follow what I'm saying. Um, I'd see it the other way. I think this was the plan, and the other thing that you're about to get into was probably plan B, or plan 1A, plan 1B. You know what I mean? Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, Then we had Atlanta um, doing one of the two things we thought they would do, and that is take Kyle Pitts and uh, stick with... Matt Ryan for at least a few more years, which he's not washed up. That's a good um, move. Yeah, you get him some help, and if Kyle Pitts is what everybody says he is, and I don't see any reason to believe that he's not, but again, we we have seen it before. Sometimes a guy gets to the NFL and just busts exist. Yeah, Trent Richardson, right. for example, among Ryan Leaf. You know, if there ever was a surefire fucking quarterback, it was Ryan Leaf. And not so much. Right. So, yeah. And then the Bengals did what Bengals do. They said. We laughed. Yeah. At our little draft party. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I when I was hosting trivia, there's a Bengal fan sitting in front of me. He's like, yeah, offensive tackle here. I'm like, nope, they're going to get Jamar Chase. And then they announced it. And I was like, see, look, fuck you. I'm like, right here, buddy, because I had a Steelers <laughs> shirt on. And, uh, yeah. So, Joe Burrow's protection be damned. Yeah. They, they matched him up with his. Uh, college teammate jamar chase and it's i mean it's not a horrible move as long as they make up for it within in the rest of the draft and and do something about getting him some protection right and depending i'll look at it here in a minute but if they're i can look at it right now in the second round they pick sixth so there's a good chance that one of those tackles or guards will be up there to help solidify that offensive line and God, I gotta think that's the way they're gonna go. I would. I kind of thought going into it that they might even trade back into the first to take a, a tackle. I wouldn't have been one of the line utterly shocked, but yeah, that's. No. Uh, so yeah, hopefully, if anybody in Cincy knows what the hell they're doing, that is gonna be their plan. Uh, then we had the Dolphins taking the next receiver off the board, which was not Devonte Smith. It was Jalen Waddle who literally kind of skyrocketed just over the course of the last week up the board. Like it was all Jamar chase Devonte Smith that was being talked about until at least that I heard about. Mm. Um, I mean, I've heard of Jalen Waddle, but I hadn't seen anybody really talking about him uh-huh. as far as, you know, a top six pick in the draft and lo and behold, Miami gets up there and grabs him. And so now two has got a, I won't say he's, going to be just like him but he's being compared to the cheetah as far as oh, yeah. you know yeah how his quickness and um how explosive he can be so we'll have to wait and see on that then we had penny Sewell going to detroit which is a huge need for them i got it well i guess their draft room was well they always celebrate in the draft room they're never bummed but they were pretty hyped that uh, they were able to get him, which I would be too. Yeah, I mean he he looks again on paper, second best player in the draft. Probably. Lo- lo- looks 
like he's the real deal. So, uh, and then we started to get a little bit of drama. The uh, Cowboys had number ten, mm-hmm. and obviously they were set on somebody. And the Eagles sitting there at twelve knew that the Giants sitting there at eleven needed a receiver. Mm-hmm. And obviously with the Eagles picking twelfth that they got in the draft from or the trade from San Francisco or Miami. 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 Um they didn't want New York to get the guy they wanted. So in a rare interdivision trade, they swapped places with Dallas, moved up to number ten, and took Devontae Smith, the other uh, wide receiver and Heisman Trophy winner out of Alabama. So that'll get whoever their quarterback is a little bit of help. Right. So uh, what are the two cornerbacks just fucking chop liver or what? Well, that, but that's not a huge story. I mean, yeah. yeah. Casey Horn went to the, the Panthers, staying kind of close to home because he's from South Carolina. And then uh, Patrick Sertan second, also from Alabama, goes to Denver, which did not jump into the quarterback race, obviously. Uh, they were not in the Justin Fields or Mac Jones yeah. market. I think if if it would have all felt differently and Trey Lance would have been there, maybe they would have jumped on that, but they didn't. They took a corner, which again was also a need. And they also just got Teddy Bridgewater. So maybe they feel like they bought themselves a year or two experiment with, sure. with that. And maybe Drew Locke improves. Uh, so yeah, Philly jumps up ahead of New York, takes Devonte Smith and then New York basically tipped their hand saying that eh, that's who the fuck we wanted. So yeah. let's move on out of here. And after all the attempts at getting somebody like Russ Wilson, and I'm sure they threw their hat in the ring in the um, Deshaun, Watson. Deshaun Watson and, and who knows that was a blessing in disguise. <laughs> yeah. Who knows what else they tried to do, but uh, you know, all of a sudden, Bears fans were pretty much like this. Just when I think you couldn't possibly be any dumber, you go and do something like this. And totally redeem yourself! (laughs) That's right, Bear fans. The Bears actually did something right. Maybe. Perhaps, yeah. Yeah. Um, The price... Wasn't super high. I, don't think I, so. I think it was reasonable, especially yeah. if he works out. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, Bear fans being Bear fans, if he doesn't work out, they're going to call for their heads. Right. You gave up too much. Well, but most of the Bear fans that I have talked to and seen on reactions and social media and everything are very, very happy. Yeah. If it works out, no one will give a shit about losing those picks. Uh, yeah. That that's the thing when yeah. you when you talk about a franchise quarterback which they or, have never or had. even a player for that matter like you know if you get a guy that turns into a perennial all pro pro bowl or whatever and, and takes you to the super bowl you forget about what you gave up for him yeah especially you, chicago which hasn't ever yeah ever i mean yeah they, they haven't had anything close to a stud quarterback since like what? Long before either one of us was born. Sid Luckman, probably. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Jim McMahon wasn't horrible, but he wasn't great. He mm-hmm. he was, you know, the benefactor of a one of the, if not the greatest running backs of all time, and a defense that is probably number two all time. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Justin Fields, that got their man. 
And I know both Dylan and I aren't huge fans of him. Uh, I think I'm mostly, happy for Bears fans, though. Mo- mostly because of where he plays. And and yes, no Ohio State quarterback has ever done shit. But who knows? I mean, he's not technically a full blown Ohio State quarterback. He did come from Georgia, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah. So who knows? Maybe that's the key to breaking that curse from Ohio State. Yeah. Joe Burrow did transfer from Ohio State to LSU too, and he's doing okay so far. Well, so. yeah. Well, he also tore his a, knee. In, yeah, in tore half, his knee yeah. in half too. Well, that's so. not his fault. Hard to say there. Um, but in today's NFL and the way you know you got your Patrick Mahomes, your Deshaun Watsons, um, all these athletic Lamar Jackson, uh, athletic you know mobile quarterbacks with a big arm, Justin Fields fits that now. Can he do it in an NFL offense with, you know, a, a defense full of Alabama All-Americans coming after him? Yeah. Play in and play out. Uh, time will tell, but, again, happy for Bears fans. Um, don't fuck this up. <laughs> you know, get get the guy some help, and uh, good luck. Uh, and then, yeah, Dallas used that 12 pick that they got from Philly and got the guy they wanted anyway, which was the linebacker. Uh, Micah Parsons from Penn State, and then the next big surprise. Um, no, not a, this isn't a surprise. Chargers got a tackle, smart. Which, yeah, you, exactly you, you, what you should do. Yep, you you got your quarterback last year. The kid showed that you know he can play, and now you got to keep his ass upright. So they went and got one of the better offensive tackles. Take note, Cincinnati. Yeah, right. Uh, in Rashawn Slater from Northwestern. And then the Jets kind of shocked everybody and traded back into the first round. They already had they had a later. They picked they originally had the pick right before us. They traded up though. Oh, you're right. You're yeah, right. They traded with Minnesota. Yeah. yeah, they traded with Minnesota, yeah. And they moved back up basically and got Elijah Vera Tucker, um who was the guy that I couldn't fucking pronounce his name the other day and mm-hmm laughed at how he spelled it. Uh, but he's basically the best guard in the draft as far as what everybody said. So, again, you got your stud, or at least you hope stud, franchise quarterback, and now you got somebody to help protect him. Again, huge, huge get. Uh, it's a need pick. And, yeah, that's that's what what they needed to do. Right. Uh, you need a cornerstone. So, And then – we had all this talk, rumors, speculation that New England was going to move into the top 10 to get their guy. Well, they didn't have to go anywhere because Mac Jones was sitting right there. Yep. And it's now come out that uh, he had talked to one of the NFL network analysis. I think it was Scott Pioli hmm. and basically told him earlier in the day that I don't care where I go, but I want to go New England. Oh, wow. Yeah. So he, he got his wish. So I, I almost I wonder if New England even tried or maybe they had some inside information that once those first few picks fell the way they did, that they knew that he was going to be there. But regardless, uh, Bill Belichick slips and shit and comes out smelling like roses because now he, he gets his hopefully for his sake, future quarterback. Right. Uh, again, he doesn't fit the mold of the current meta uh, being the athletic guy. He is a pure Tom Brady esque drop back passer. Who just won the Super Bowl? Yeah, yeah, yeah that 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 does still work, right? But he also had a lot of guys around him. New yeah. England doesn't have that right now, but they did spend a lot of money. Uh, they got him two great tight ends. To I mean, what better way to learn hmm. than you know 
you got two security blankets out right. there. And uh, according to Bill Belichick, as of this morning or late last night, whatever, uh, Cam Newton still his quarterback until somebody plays better were his exact words. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's your over-under on how, what week Mac Jones plays for the New England Patriots? Or, um, do, or does he play at all this year? He does. Um, okay, I'll let, starts. Starts? Yes. Um, I'm going to say, hmm, I'm going to say week six. So you think Cam Newton is going to not play well enough through six weeks that Bill's going to pull the trigger and put the rook in? There's that, but, and there's also the fact that Mac Jones, everyone talks about how good he is at processing like information. You just think he's going to be ready. I think he'll be ready and... We saw what Cam was last year. Cam was not great. No, he wasn't. But in fairness, who did he have? Who does he have? Well, he's going to have more help now. He's got a lot more help than he had last year. Yeah. And they're going to have a much better defense just in the guys that they brought that are coming back from COVID. Yeah. So I think Cam's going to bounce back and have a solid year. Now, is he going to go to the Pro Bowl? I don't don't know about that. Mm. But I don't think... If they make the switch, I don't think it's going to be because Cam Newton is playing bad. Okay. I mean, injury is a possibility with, with the style of play yeah. Cam Newton you know, plays and the fact that NFL referees seem to ignore when he gets hit as yeah, opposed I know, to right? other quarterbacks. Yeah, Weird. I, I thought it was bad with Ben, and it is, but Cam Newton gets abused worse than any quarterback I think I've ever seen Yeah, and, and gets no calls when – if you fucking sweat on Tom Brady, it's roughing or no. breeze or any of the other prima donnas. Not the breeze is a prima donna, but I know you what know. you mean. Yeah. Premier top yes, line quarterback, yeah. yeah. Cover boy. Right. Uh so yeah. Uh I I man, that's tough because I'm gonna make a bold prediction. Mm-hmm. Mac Jones doesn't start a game this year that's meaningful. Okay, so you think like week thirteen, or possibly whatever, yeah. If they got something locked up or whatever that maybe they'll they'll throw him throw him out there and see what's up. But okay. I'm probably wrong. But that's just my prediction. I think okay. they're gonna let him sit there and learn and soak up everything that Josh McDaniels is teaching him. And and then when Cam cashes his last game check, they're gonna send him down the road. And Mac Jones, it's your team. Who knows? I can uh, see it. Then the Arizona Cardinals. Um, not a huge surprise, but a little bit of a surprise, but they got an edge rusher in, uh, Zayvon Collins out of Tulsa outside linebacker, not really an edge rusher, but, uh, brings a little bit of both to the table. And then I would say the biggest reach of the night then came with the Raiders taking the tackle Alex Leatherwood out of Alabama, who most experts had going late second, early third. Uh, I think Mel Kuyper rated him as his 10 number 10 tackle not 10 offensive lineman number 10 tackle and it's kind of surprising because you got john gruden and mike mayock who was the nfl network draft guru and seemed like he knew his shit and they they get this guy now i did a little reading on it and some people think that maybe they're going to play him at guard which might be better suited for his style of play in the nfl 
And if that's the case and he works out, great. Um, but as it, later. as it stands right, yeah, exactly. As it stands right now, they could have you know addressed another need and got him in the second round probably fairly easily. But again, let's say the guy comes out and has an all-pro career. Nobody's ever going to yeah. remember this. They're just like, well, they knew something that nobody else did, and we'll see. I kind of thought when Al Davis died that the days of the Raiders – Fucking reaching up draft for players, picks. yeah. yeah. No, it was over now. No, it, well, uh, Davis still owns that, so yeah. And it looks, uh, well, I can't say he looks like his dad a little bit, except for the hair, which Ugh. God, somebody help that. Just man. shave it, yeah. Uh, and then came the pick that I was the most worried about as a Steeler fan, and that was Miami at eighteen because running back was a definite need for them, mm-hmm. and that's in that range. And they didn't break my heart. They took the edge rusher, Jalen Phillips, out of Miami. And at that point, I knew we were good. Yeah. I, I had no fear with the, the remaining guys on that list because all of them had good running backs. Wasn't worried at all. So, yeah, thank you, Miami. Uh, and it, it addresses a need for them, too. Um, they can go and get a running back, you know, one of the other guys here later on. But, uh, yeah, they got Jalen Phillips out of Miami. And then New York at number 20 didn't get their guy that they wanted in Devontae Smith, but instead they got Kadarius Tony Tony out of Florida, who is also very explosive, can play inside and outside. Uh, so that's going to be a good thing for Daniel Jones. Um, then we had a Michigan guy. Is that Qu- Quitty Pay? Quitty Pay. Quitty Pay. Know anything about him? I didn't watch a lot of Michigan football this year, unfortunately. You just know his name's Quitty Pay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a defensive end out of Michigan. And Tennessee gets Caleb Farley, uh, one of the top corners out of Virginia Tech. And then his teammate, Christian Derisall, also one of the top tackles that the Raiders could have had um, out of Virginia Tech, goes to Minnesota. So that'll help open some holes for uh, Dalvin Cook and protect Kirk Cousins, at least for the next maybe year or so that he's there. It seems like his welcome is... Is wearing down. And then we had Najee Harris going to Pittsburgh. I, I kind of envisioned you doing backflips. I night. was very, very happy. Yeah. I was driving home from the gig last night when Miami picked, and I literally audibly like, yes, and I thought Nicole was going to shit herself. And mm-hmm. she's like, what? I'm like, the team that was gonna that could have taken the guy that I want didn't, so that means that he's probably going to be there when we pick. And I got home and just in time to see it. And again, yes, I uh, physically reacted to that. I was very happy to get the guy that that I've wanted. And I know you were not, you're not a. I mean, you're a fan of the pick, but you wanted Tevin Jenkins. Yeah, I'm mistaken. Alex, I'm really not mad at it. Yeah, it's just. And, and I've seen some of the naysayers say, "Why are you taking a running back when your offensive line is so bad?" But let me drop a little knowledge on you. Last season. James Conner, when healthy, averaged 4.3 yards a carry behind that same offensive line. All the other running backs combined, uh-huh. 3.1 yards. Huh. So, yeah, our, our line needs a little bit of help, but it's not all the line. Yeah. Uh, Benny Snell, I think, is decent, mm-hmm. but he's not there yet. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's a he's role player. Cur- and bursts. Like, yeah. he'll have, you know, a good game, but the consistency wasn't there. 
And James Conner, obviously the big knock on him was he couldn't stay healthy. Um, if James Conner had been these last four years, three years, however long it's been, without injury, without really missing any significant time, I don't think we're having this conversation today because I don't think Pittsburgh lets him go. Yeah. You know, because if you remember, his rookie season was the year that Le'Veon uh, had some injuries and struggled, and Connor held out. Or maybe, oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, it was the year that he held out. And Connor came in and literally performed as good or better. Um, he's got that kind of talent. Problem was, he just didn't have the the durability that we need. And and hopefully Najee Harris comes in. And and does hmm. six six two two thirty, uh, I mean, he's basically built exactly like Le'Veon Bell was. Right. He's not going to be the pass catcher Le'Veon Bell was, hmm. but I think he can be a threat in the passing game. Just yeah, not quite to that degree. But the big thing is he's great at blitz pickups, and he he's great between the tackles. He likes contact. He's very athletic. He can hurdle people. I'm excited. Hmm. Um, and yeah, I I still want some help on the offensive line, but. Look, if you've listened to this show at all in the last month and a half, you know this is the guy that I've wanted all along. And then Jacksonville, right after that, was that were they already there? Or did yeah, they they're already there. Okay, they jump or not jump, but they jump all over Travis Etienne. Yeah, pairing him now with Robinson, James Robinson. He went to well, Illinois Tra- State. Trevor Lawrence, well, teammates. Yeah. Is a completely different okay. rank. Teammates, Clemson teammates are now there, and yes, they. It was a little bit of a surprise to me because how successful James know, Robinson right? was. Um, but Robinson is more of a physical between the tackles guy, whereas Etienne is explosive. Pass catcher, yeah, yeah, pass catcher. So could be a good thing. You got a two-headed monster. You can ram it down somebody's throat, or you can bring in the. You know, the scat back to go out and run routes. And Etienne's not terrible between the tackles, mm. but he's not a big guy. So you pound more the, of an Alvin Kamara type. Yeah. You, you pound Robinson in there and wear the defense down. Then you bring Etienne in and he outruns him. So could be a good thing. And it's mm. Urban Meyer. He's been fairly successful on the college level. Yeah. Now, granted, that doesn't always translate to the NFL, but nope. I think he's at least going about it the right way. Yeah. Uh, then the, uh, let's see, as far as the rest of the first round goes, um, I feel like tennis or not Tennessee. I feel like, uh, damn it. The saints, they went defensive end when they really need a corner. And there was some corners still there that they could have got. And then we had, um, green Bay taking a corner when no comment on the division rivals picks. Um, we're, we're oh, I haven't got to. Yeah, you have. You skipped them. Travis Etienne, and then Greg Newsom by Cleveland, and then yeah, I honestly I don't know enough about Greg Newsom. Mm. Um, but yeah, Cleveland took a corner. Greg Newsom second. Um, again, don't know enough about him. Um, the Ravens got the Minnesota wide receiver Rashad Bateman, and that that to me is a little bit of a reach. I think it was a panic pick after striking out with all the free agent wideouts that they were trying to get. Yeah. They needed somebody. And so it fills the need, but I just I don't know that that guy is first round worthy. Right. Maybe I'll be proven wrong, but you know, we'll see. Um I I think if anything I would be more excited about 
the guy Baltimore got after that in Jason Owen, which who has already changed his name to Odebay. What? His name's Owen? Oway. Oh, I'm sorry. Oway. Yeah, I was going to say. It looks like an N. My eyes are bad. Uh, Sucks getting old. Uh, Yeah, Jason Oway, but he's already announced that he used his middle name because he didn't want people to struggle saying his first name, but he said, now I'm in the NFL, learn it. And it's like Odebay Oway is his name. (laughs) So, yeah, have fun with that. All right. Um, The Packers, yeah, I think they kind of reached with Eric Stokes, the cornerback out of Georgia. Did you see that meme after that pick? No. It said uh, the Packers draft a cornerback in the first round, Aaron Rodgers, and it was the SpongeBob. All right, I'm going to head out. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And then the champs, Tampa Bay Bucks take Washington outside linebacker Joe Tryon. Tryon, Tryon. He's going to be trying real hard to make the team. Speaking of which, look at what my – uh, not Hunter, my other brother, Dakota, just sent me. He's a Packers fan. Read that. <laughs> Can Eric Stokes throw a football? Well, he might have to learn because, uh, yeah. All the shit going on with the draft, and yet at the end of the day, most people are talking about somebody that was drafted a very long time ago. <laughs> this one's good, too. It's just a, a post-it note. And it says, every time the Green Bay Packers refuse to draft a wide receiver in the post note, just says, fuck Aaron Rodgers no matter what. <laughs> oh, yeah, from draft day. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. I actually watched that this morning. Oh, you hadn't seen it? I had. Oh, okay. But I only watched it once because it's Cleveland. But it is a good <laughs> movie. Uh, look, I fucking hate the Browns, and I hate them more after this past season. And I hate the fact that they made that movie about the Browns when there were 31 other teams I would have rather seen. Um, but, yeah, it, it is a good movie. Yeah. I, uh, what I found funny about that movie is that the year that came out, you know, the movie starts, Seattle has the first overall pick. That was the year they won the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that is funny. Um, so, yeah, again, what everybody's talking about is somebody leaked the story and it's not really clear who it is, but apparently this has been known for a while, but it became public knowledge yesterday that Aaron Rodgers has informed Packers that he don't want to come back. And when I first saw it, I took it as next year. Like he's going to play this year out and then he he doesn't want to resign, doesn't want an Mm. extension or anything. No, no, he don't want to play this year coming up. He he's, as far as he's concerned, he's Deshaun Watson in this bitch. He does not want to play for that team anymore. And this is when the allegations roll in. I'm kidding. Yeah, right? <laughs> and I, we talked about this way back in July and August of last year about how I felt that Aaron Rodgers was not happy there. Yeah, you're right. And everybody kept saying, oh, no, you know, the, our relationship's great between LaFleur and I and blah, blah, blah. And I don't care about Jordan Love. But, yeah, apparently he did care. Yeah. He cared a whole fucking lot because he don't want to come back. And the Packers GM says, uh-uh, we're not trading him no matter what. Hmm. Which we literally just went through this with Deshaun yeah. Watson pre-sexual predator thing. Right. Um, uh, allegedly. Yes. Um, I I don't get. You've already you traded up to get Jordan Love. Yeah. 
So I got to think that's your long-term plan. Mm-hmm. Why not cash in when you can? Right. Obviously, San Francisco threw something at it yeah. to get Aaron Rodgers. And I would imagine the number three pick. Yeah. Why the hell, if I'm Green Bay, you're going to give me the number three pick? Bet. Yeah. Here you go. Bye, Aaron. And then I take that number three pick, yeah. and I can turn that into a couple more picks, or I can take, you know, a, a Trey Lance. You don't have, but if you believe well, in Jordan you, Love, yeah, yeah, no. you don't need Trey Lance. Right. You just re signed Aaron Jones, so you got your running back. You know what you do? You draft fucking Jalen Waddle. That's what you do. You trade Aaron for the pick, and then you use the pick you got you got for Aaron Rodgers on a wide receiver. <laughs> that would be the that would be the ultimate fuck yeah. you. Yeah. Um. I, yeah. I mean, I guess they their receivers weren't horrible last year when they were healthy. But again, mm-hmm. yeah, they could have they could have done that at three, or they could have moved down a few spots, picked up another second or third. I I don't understand that. It's. It, you made this bed when you did what you did to get yeah. um, Jordan, Jordan Love. And now all of a sudden you're like, I'm not going to trade him. That's cash in when you can. Right. I just, I, I don't get it. I, I, I don't know. Maybe look, we had one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. And then we drafted one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. Maybe you don't want to let that go and and ruin your streak, but if he's not happy, get what you can get and let the man go. Best case scenario, you're only going to have him for a couple more years anyway. Mm -hmm. You know, just, I don't know. I would agree. So my question to you then, who cracks first in in this Mexican standoff, I don't know. It's kind of weird because I heard on the straight up Deshaun Watson for, for, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, from what I had heard, um, I can't remember who's reporting it, but someone I, I heard it uh, this morning on McAfee that the deal between Rodgers and Denver is almost done. Uh, yeah, there's been a lot of speculation there that yeah that yeah. Denver is where he's going to end up going. You know that news is going to break the minute I oh, fucking leave and you uh, yeah as show, soon yeah. as I yeah as soon as I post this motherfucker it's going to happen because what happened Thursday or no Wednesday when we recorded wasn't there something breaking Wednesday right after we Wednesday I don't recall I thought something happened not long after that but now I don't remember but anyway yeah uh, that's the big rumor is that. Denver, which supposedly this has already been kind of in the works. But again, since this all broke, Packers GM says we're not trading him. So who knows? Denver was possible corner quarterback market and they didn't. They went corner. So maybe they're just basically betting the house that they're going to be able to work something out and get um, Aaron Rodgers to come to Denver. And so you're Denver. You had a legendary quarterback, the name of John Elway. Yeah. He leaves, and you struggle for a little bit. And then you pick up a guy by the name of Peyton Manning, who's one of the greatest of all time, the twilight of his career, gets you to two Super Bowls, wins you one. He leaves. Then, you know, you kind of chug along, struggle for a couple years, and fucking one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, 
might fall back in your lap yeah. in Aaron Rodgers. So you make an argument that those three quarterbacks are one, two, and three all time. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. I mean, probably not now, Brady. Brady yeah, probably I mean, Elway to me was always one of. He was probably in my top three for a very long time, but now I think he's he's slipped. Yeah, into that you know six to ten range probably. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So yeah, that's where we're at uh, after round one. Again, we're all going to be watching very closely what happens with this Denver situation. And, you know, the Deshaun Watson thing has gotten eerily quiet. Yeah. We literally had like two or three weeks of just day after day news and one side saying something, the other side saying something. And now all of a sudden it's been crickets for like a solid week and a half, two weeks, which makes me wonder if they're not talking and, and trying to get this Settle. settled and, and brushed under the rug as quickly as possible. That'd be a hell of a settlement, dude. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Jesus Christ. What, 22 women? Twenty Was it 22? I know, but didn't a few of them, like, uh, renege or whatever? I Yeah, I think a few dropped out because they didn't want to release their names or whatever, but either way, yeah, it's... It ain't over yet, and of course the NFL is doing their whole investigation, and we'll see how that ends up panning out. But so that's the first round. Looking ahead to tonight, second round. Um, again, my my wish list would be alignment. Yeah, uh, alignment. Yeah, definitely. And but. If one isn't there, I wouldn't be mad if we grabbed Trask. If he's there. Don't really think he's going to be there. Probably Although one of the teams that I talked about Wednesday that could possibly grab him in the second round was the Bears. They don't need a quarterback anymore. Um, Detroit, maybe? Detroit's a possibility. Sitting at number nine. Um... That's uh, Jacksonville doesn't need one. The Jets don't need one. Falcons could take one. Falcons could go Trask. Um, Eagles could go Trask. Yeah, not the Bengals. Carolina probably maybe. not the Panthers. They did in fact exercise the oh, okay. option. Um, Denver could as an insurance. Oh yeah, you know because right. they don't know what's going to go on. So yeah, I doubt Trask slips. To I don't us. see Denver though. I mean, you, probably not. You have but, Drew Locke. And Teddy Bridgewater, I don't see you adding another question mark. Yeah, 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 probably not. If if just looking at that list, if I was gonna pick one, Giants that, maybe that was. Eh, I don't know, man. I I think I think they're in on Daniel Jones. Uh-huh. I really do. With with a healthy Saquon Barkley, they actually played even after Barkley went down. They were playing competitive football on defense mostly. Yeah, but they and they of course now they get a healthy Saquon back. Saquon, whatever, however you pronounce it. They got a potential superstar wide receiver. So I, I think they stick with Daniel Jones. Who's the wide receiver? Tony out of Florida. Kadarius Tony. When did oh they oh they did take him, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, the, oh, okay. the pick that they swapped with the Bears, they ended up because oh, they okay. wanted Devontae Smith right, right, right. and they ended up selling for settling for Tony. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't think they're going to go quarterback, at least not that high. Maybe a little in the later rounds, pick up a backup, kick the tires, who knows. 
Um, but yeah, I, I still don't think Trask will be there. I think somebody will either trade up or, or a team like Detroit that maybe isn't completely sold on the uh, golf, Jared golf. And why would you be? And again, Denver is a possibility, but who knows? Uh, all that being said, if there's a Washington. solid, mm, yeah, that's a possibility. Cause right now you're sitting with uh, Heineke and Fitz magic yeah. as your QBs and, uh, I wouldn't feel great about that. Right. No. But again, Trask is kind of an unknown. Mm. It's one of those things, kind of like you said with Denver, you've already got two question marks. Why throw a third in there? So Trask, Mills, and Moore are probably the three that could go in the second. And so far we've had, what, two, three teams potentially taking quarterbacks? Yeah. Yeah, we've got – I mean, I think one of those guys will probably be there for us yeah. if, if we want them. And you want Trask? I think so. I think I would prefer Trask. I think he's just more pro-ready. Okay. I know a lot of people like Moore from just what I've heard. Moore was the one from Texas A&M. A&M, yeah. I don't know. I, I'm not real big on Texas A&M quarterbacks. They, well, he doesn't they, party and they score, shit like they that. They score a lot of points. I'll give him that, but. I'm not 100% convinced that that's not a system thing. Patrick Mahomes. He was a Big 12 quarterback. I mean, that's a different Oh, yeah. I was saying, yeah, he didn't go was, to Texas A&M. Yeah. He was Oklahoma State, right? No, Texas A&M. Or uh, Texas Tech, sorry. Okay. So, yeah. I don't know. Uh, you said more, right? Yeah. Is, is he a runner I read up on the the other guys. I don't remember. I thought one I don't of know them was a lot about them. I yeah, just know that I don't a lot either. Of... Uh, I'm a Florida fan, so I know a lot more about Trask, and I would I would be happy with that. So, uh, but we got to wait all the way until the 23rd pick, down at number 55, to make that pick. But again, offensive lineman, definite need, um, and then the rest is basically depth. Uh, I know we shouldn't touch a wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Not at least not in the first five rounds. If no. you got you know a sixth or a seventh round pick that you you got one of those hidden gems, which Colbert always seems to find. You know mm-hmm. if if there's anybody that's going to dig up a Pro Bowl wide receiver down in the sixth seventh round, it seems like it's Kevin Colbert. Yeah. Um, he never he doesn't miss on first rounders, and it seems like he does pretty good on late round wide receivers. Like that's. Yeah. Not a terrible resume. Yeah. So. so anyway, yeah, six o'clock our time tonight. We'll see how round That late, really? Yeah. We'll see how round two unfolds. Oh, wow. Two and three, I believe, is tonight, yeah. right? Yeah. That's why I'm surprised it's starting so late. Yeah, so I believe it they said six Eastern because it started seven seven central last night. Mm-hmm. Tonight is six, so they're basically another hour. But the timer It's five minutes, right? I believe so. I yeah. think is the second round five minutes too? I know from the third on it's five minutes. Second round might be seven minutes or something like no. that. Not a hundred percent on that, but either way, they'll squeeze more picks in the same amount of time because teams get uh, less time to play pick. And speaking of which, why the fuck did Jacksonville take <laughs> ten minutes? I don't. They know. took literally the full on. I I don't think that was Jacksonville. I really don't. Yeah. I think that was the NFL. Wanting to, you know, keep people watching 
I don't know. I just can't yeah. imagine any reason whatsoever why. Or a courtesy to the other teams to give them extra time. That could very well be, too. Yeah. That might be an unspoken rule around, around GMs. Like, hey, don't fucking just turn in your pick immediately. Yeah. Well, but the funny thing is, is Pittsburgh damn sure didn't do that yeah. because it literally went from, uh, was it the Colts? No, the Titans, I think, were in front of us. Minnesota. Was it Minnesota? Okay. Yeah, Minnesota made their pick. They announced it. They were showing the highlights. And literally before they got done showing the highlight package, the little pick is in yeah. thing was on on the Steelers. And, yeah, they wasted no time picking up that phone. And fucking, this is our guy. Write him down. So that tells you that they had no interest in a trade. They didn't give a shit about the team behind them, whether or not they made up their mind yet. They wanted who they wanted, and that's who they got. So. All righty. Well, I think we have. Uh... Oh, wait, there was one other thing now that I was going to bring up and sports related. I'm yeah. Saying. Oh, definitely. Um, NFL. I'm not... I believe so. Really? Yeah. I can't think of anything, but. That, I, I hate that. This is what sucks about getting old is it's there and then it's gone. Mm. Uh, yeah, well, fuck it. <clears throat> so <laughs> that'll uh, wrap it up for our NFL day one coverage. Now we're going to have a little fun. Dylan and I decided to do our own draft of fictional football players. Yep. And I know Jake's going to be pissed because this is something that he would have wanted in on for mm-hmm. sure. But. He can he can give me his uh, draft analysis when he's all said That's and done. That's a good idea. Be the milk caper of it. Yeah, yeah. Tell us who who gets the the better grade. And granted, we're not doing a whole team. We're only going to do seven rounds, plus a coach. Plus a coach. And the coach will be pick number eight. Yeah. So sure. You can't like jump in on my coach on fucking round four. No, no. We no. flipped a coin. Uh, we had a third party flip a coin. We had to teach her how to flip the coin, first of all. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. She was inexperienced in the coin flipping. Uh-huh. But anyway, <laughs> we had a f- coin flip, and I won. Mm-hmm. So, in the 2021 fictional football. Hanging with D's. Yeah, the Hanging with D's League. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> now I can do it. That was a horrible. I know. Yeah. Uh, the D's, Deezers, takes. Got to go nuts. Yeah, the D's nuts takes <laughs> quarterback, Steeman Willie Beeman from any given Sunday. Yeah. All right. Played famously by Jamie Foxx. Yeah. Okay, well, before we started, I said that, you know, this draft's pretty heavy in a couple positions. Yeah. And quarterback's one of them. See, no, not for me. Really? Yeah, I, 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 well, I knew that going in, well, here, let me give you my analysis before we get into this. Willie Beeman is, you know, he fits the mold mm. of that athletic quarterback. Yeah. And... We saw he kind of struggled a little bit with fame, but then he he got you know some good tutelage from from Cap mm. and kind of matured a little bit and and he turned into a team player. He gives me that uh, 
Lamar Jackson feel. Mm-hmm. He can more he can, accurate though. Yeah, much more accurate. He can take it eighty yards with his legs and throw it eighty in the air. So I feel good about it. Um, but anyway, knowing that we were only going to take one quarterback, I only wrote down two. Okay. And I honestly only thought of a couple of others that I would have even considered. Uh, I'll tell you what. Are you picking quarterback? After you pick your quarterback, then we can discuss the ones yeah. that we didn't take because no. we're only taking one quarterback each. Wait, maybe wait until the end of the draft for analysis. Okay. That's a good idea. All right. Well, well, uh, we can do – when we pick them, okay. Talk about why you're picking them. Sure. Yeah. Okay. All right. So I see a couple quarterbacks I'm cool with. So I'm going to take best player available in my opinion. And that'll be from, uh, oh God, I'm trying to remember the team. The S C L S U mud dogs, Bobby Boucher. He's not a quarterback. He's not a quarterback. Oh, you're just taking okay. I'm taking I just I said that. You. I'm taking best, best player, player available. available. I got you. Bobby uh, Boucher. Um You wanna I didn't even write him down. I completely forgot about <laughs> I predicted that too. We're gonna forget a player that's yeah, like I, glaringly obvious and be pissed off that the the inspiration for, for this idea was of somebody doing this where Bobby Boucher was the number one pick, and I still forgot to write him down. That's cool. Yeah. Well, okay, so Bobby Boucher take... from, yeah, the... um, Just raw power, high motor, plays with a lot of emotion. Um, football IQ is very low, but I think time will come with that. Um, and he great produces high-quality H2O. He certainly does. <laughs> great teammate. Loves his mama. Yeah. And loves boobies. He does love boobies, too. Yeah, so. Not a bad pick. Not yeah. a bad pick at all. All right. So, with my number two pick, I'm going to put a a stud on the other side of the ball, mm-hmm. a guy that is going to be the anchor of my defense for years to come, mm-hmm. and that is Vontae Mack. Middle linebacker from draft day, played by Chadwick Bozeman. I, I thought about I actually didn't write him down, but, yeah, that's a good point. Just, yeah, stud. Uh, he sacked Bo Callahan four times in a season that Bo Callahan was only sacked 11 times and just had him rattled. So, yeah. I Good kid, too. Yes, yes. Great kid, taking care of his nephews for his uh, dead sister. Mm. Ah, and I watched pick. draft day this morning. <clears throat> well, I'm going to stack position group a little bit here. Uh-oh. Yeah. I like my linebackers to play with high emotion. And uh, it might be difficult to get him out of retirement. He's got a cushy corporate job now. But I'm going to go with Terry Tate, the office linebacker. You <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. Damn it. Good pick. Yeah. <clears throat> Uh, very similar to Bobby as far as high motor plays with emotion. Yeah, extremely aggressive. Um, he actually has a decent high, you know, football IQ. Um, little bit concerned about the knee injury with a tragic uh, mail cart accident, but um, he MRI checked out, so he'll be fine. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he also played one of my favorite video game characters of all time, the Coltrane baby, who he- was. Oh, sorry. Real quick, before we started this, and I, I made reference to that, we're going to forget someone and be pissed. That's who I had in mind. 
that you were going to forget about. Yeah. So, yeah, he played Coltrane. Full disclosure, I did. Yeah. I did forget about him. I didn't write him down. Oh, shit. Yeah. Wow. I just, I had so many defensive guys that. Okay. Those two I, I completely missed. All right. My pick, right? Yep. All right. So, with the number five, three pick. Or third third round pick, yeah, the number five pick, yeah, whatever you want to say. Yeah, the yeah. third round pick, I, I'm gonna go with a running back, okay, so that my offense can uh, score on your defense. Good luck. And I am going to take sometimes shoeless Earl Meggett from the Longest Yard, played by Nelly. Uh, what can you say about the guy? I mean, he's super fast. Whether he's wearing shoes or not, he can catch the ball out of the backfield, mm. uh, make people miss, mm-hmm. and and can take a hit. Not really concerned about the injury that he received uh, from the the dirty guards at the end of that movie. I'm good with it. Yeah, yeah. He was he was very high on my board too. He's a he's a two way threat. Yeah, yeah. He's so fast. He makes people that are fast look not so fast. Yes. Yeah. So very good pick. All right. Well, I am going to go. I got to get some help on my offense. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of it. Clearly, considering I haven't drafted anyone. Uh, I'm going to go with a back as well. I'm going to go with the five star prospect, uh, Darnell Jefferson, from the program. I watched two movies this morning. Draft day and the program. <laughs> and Darnell Jefferson is that I was back and back forth, and yeah. forth between Megat and Darnell Jefferson. Yeah. A uh, little bit of problems with fumbles, at least early in his career. Yes. But yes. Ball security was an issue yeah, in my that, thought process. Yeah. That was cleaned up, though. So, uh, yeah. Excited to take him. Good pick. Good pick. Uh, needs a little work with his vocabulary. Yeah. But he did have Halle Berry as a tutor, so I probably wouldn't remember shit either. No. All right, good pick. Um, all right, so for the fourth round pick, I look the Kansas City Chiefs won it with offense. The Denver or the Tampa Bay Bucks had a good defense, but they still won it with a lot of good offense too. So I've got an amazing quarterback. I've got an amazing running back. Now I need an amazing wide receiver. And I'm going to go with Show Me the Money. Rod. I can't believe I forgot him. Rod Tidwell is a man who will go across the middle, doesn't care about a linebacker or safety or whatever. He will make the tough catch, get knocked unconscious, but still hangs on to the football. Rod Tidwell is my man. A little undersized, but again, what he brings to the game in heart, he makes up for his lack of size. I can't believe I forgot him. God damn. Um, I ha- I'm just looking this up just because I wrote down the actor's name instead of the fucking character. <laughs> I did that twice. And... All right. Uh, that's the wrong movie. God damn it. There we go. Hold on. Da, 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 da. I'm picking the same position. Okay. Wide receiver. Wide receiver. From the Miami Sharks. Jeremy... Jimmy. Jimmy. Sanderson. Sorry. Jimmy Sanderson. Got him written down. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Played by Bill Bellamy. 
Yes. What was I am? What What was he saying to himself in the locker room? I am the best in the world, or something like that. I can't remember. Something Something to hype him up. But yeah. yeah. Great Good. hands, phenomenal deep threat. Yep. Great speed. Yep. Uh, I considered another player, but uh, that player's got a defect that's kind of a problem. So I'm like, yeah, never mind. So passed on that and took him instead. Well, now you're gonna have to talk I, I talk will. about that other player. Yeah. Uh, all right. So I got my receiver. Got my running back, got my quarterback, and I got my stud linebacker. I am going to go with another receiver because we're probably going to run it five wide, four mm. wide with a with a back. Of course, I'm not going to take five receivers, but my second receiver, I've already got a, a stud that can go deep or come across the middle. Now I need a... Big guy, an uber athletic badass, and I'm gonna go with Deacon Moss, mm. wide receiver from prison, <laughs> <laughs> played by Michael Irvin uh, from the remake of The Longest Yard. Again, he's got it all: size, strength, speed. Not afraid to throw an elbow in the paint, and and, and great hands. So that's the pick. Right on. All right. Well, I'm going to need someone to throw the fucking ball. Well, yeah. <laughs> but again, if you pick that many quarterbacks, you got a uh, plenty to choose from. Yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of good there. So, I'm going to go D-line. I'm going to take Switkowski. Swick, yeah, Switkowski, Bob Sapp. Yeah, also from prison. Yes. Uh, Again, very raw. Great strength, great athleticism. Again, sometimes plays with emotion, which is yes, yes. Fucking... Sometimes lacks that killer instinct. Yeah, but when he has it, holy shit! Yes, yeah, he'll absolutely. make you shit yourself. Yes. All right. Oh fuck! With my sixth pick, I am going to stay on the defensive side, and I'm going to be drafting from the same team, actually. Because I've got my stud linebacker, but I need somebody up front that's going to blow up the offensive line, occasionally commit assault. Right. And, and that is Battle, number X from the longest yard, played by Goldberg. That's right. right. Uh, just mean, apparently hung like a buffalo. <laughs> and uh, yeah. He just he gets after it, and I think between him and Vontae Mack, our defense is going to uh, break, wreck some shit. Right on. All right. All I can say is, I really hope there's no drug testing in this league. Because <laughs> I'm going to take Steve Latimer. The, I can't remember if he played D-end or D-tackle. He was a D-lineman, though, right? D-lineman, yeah. D-lineman, yeah. Okay. Probably it both. depends on what scene you watched in the movie, because <laughs> yeah. in some of them he was at end, and like in the, the final scene that he's in, uh, or not that he's in, when he comes back after the steroid scandal, yeah, uh, he gets run over by the Iowa running back. Mm-hmm. I hey. You know, I, end. I think I believe he was an end. Okay. Defensive Either way, end. I yeah. need help on the D line too. Yeah. So, all right. 
Yes, definitely a uh, substance problem there. Right. Uh, but as long as he's got somebody to change his oil, he'll be all right. Right, and, you know, cover up some allegations as well. Yes, so. yes, there, were, there yeah. was an incident. Yeah. Toss that girl like a rag doll. Yeah. All right. So with my final pick before we go into uh, undrafted free agents, yeah. let's see. I got my two defensive studs. I've got two receivers. I've got my running back. I've got my quarterback. So with all of that in mind, what I am going to do, after being inspired by the Atlanta Falcons. I'm going to go with tight end cheeseburger Eddie. Ah, all right. Who is just a physical specimen. Catches the ball. Look, with that kind of size, he's going to be good blocking in the run game and pass protection. And he's always got a quarter pounder in his pants for you. <laughs> uh, played, of course, by Terry, Terry Crews. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Who was also in draft day. Yeah. <coughs> played the father of the running back in draft <coughs> draft day. Don't who Jennings, I believe, was their name. I couldn't remember. Yeah. I think it was Jennings. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so that gives me just a phenomenal offense, uh, two great outside threats, and then I've got Cheeseburger Eddie running routes across the middle. i got my running back out of the backfield, and then I've got Steam and Willie Beeman who can zip it to any of those guys or he can take it to the house himself. My offense is stacked. Yeah. My defense is stacked. Yes. Uh, all right. So I better take a quarterback. Uh, yeah. So down to two guys. Hmm. I bet I can name them both after seeing which movies you're pulling from. Go for it. Joe Kane. Nope. No? No? Okay. Um. My, well, my other guess would have been Shane Falco. Uh-huh. Okay. Then I don't know who you're. Former oh. league MVP. Yeah. Paul Carew. Paul Carew, yeah. yeah. A little up there in age, but yeah. showed he can still play, and he's yeah. tough. He's still got it. So, yeah. That's who you're going with, Paul Carew? Yeah. See, I would have went Falco. I didn't even have Crew written down because those were the two that I wanted. So. All, right. All right, now we're going to pick a coach, and then we're going to talk about just the other guys that stood out to us. Uh, obviously, following, look, I need a motivator. I need somebody that's going to whip these guys into shape. I'm just going to write yeah. Cross this one out. Yeah, we've we've got, uh, obviously, some real characters here, a couple guys from prison, uh, a couple guys that, you know, maybe were, was a little selfish, so I need a guy that can pull it all together. And what guy than the greatest <laughs> sports movie speech author of all time, and that is Coach... Tony D'Amato from Any Given Sunday, played yeah. by the great Al Pacino. Wow. That that would have been my pick, too. Yes. That's why I said I'm just going to go ahead and cross this out. Uh, I am going to go. Never coached at the pro level, but he coached in high school. I'm going to go with Eric Taylor from Friday Night Lights. Friday Night Lights. Yeah, yeah. that's a bold move, Cotton. Yeah. Straight from high school to the the pros, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I didn't even have him written down. The my other options were uh, Coach Ed Gennaro, Straight Arrow Gennaro from Necessary Roughness. Never seen that. Really, it's no. a, you should check it out sometime. 
Uh, I also had Nate Scarborough, who uh, in, a, yeah. in a pinch, you could throw him in at tailback, yeah. you know, and maybe get, get a play or two out of it. And then I also had Sam Winters as my – he's the coach from the program, played by James Conner. Yeah, so. I had Sam Winters. The other one was a Jimmy McGinty from the program. Or not the program, the replacements. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, I Gene for, yeah, I forgot about their yeah. coach. Yeah. yeah. All right. So um, my team, again, Willie Beeman, Earl Meggett from Longest Yard, Rod Tidwell, Jerry Maguire, Deacon Moss from the Longest Yard, Vontae Mack from Draft Day, and Battle from Longest Yard, coached by Tony Diamato. Dylan, your team was? All right. Paul Crew. Darnell Jefferson at running back, uh, Bobby Boucher at outside linebacker, Terry Tate at middle backer, uh, uh, Swiskowski at D tackle, and uh, fuck, I forgot the Jimmy, Jimmy Sanderson, Jimmy Sanderson at wide, receiver. at wide receiver, and Steve Latimer at D end. Yeah, defense is definitely stacked. Yeah, uh, your offense is going to struggle. I don't know about that. I got Paul I mean, Crew. I got a good running back. I got a good wide receiver. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, you just don't have a lot of weapons. Yeah. You know, you take away your your couple of aces there, and, and you're in bad shape. Right. Uh, just a couple other guys. I had we already talked about Shane Falco from the replacements. I strongly considered, but again, I went with the pure athleticism of uh, Willie Beeman. Yeah. Uh, if I would have went r- another running back. I was struggling. Obviously, I had Darnell Jefferson already written down, but I was struggling between one of two guys. I could have went with a dual tailback set and, and picked up Julian Washington, kind of a big but also strong and, and speedy back from Longest Yard, played by LL Cool J. Oh, yeah. But the pick that I probably was going to make was Guard Dunham, the fullback gives me a hell of an eye formation played by Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh, yeah. uh, as long as the broken freaking neck checked out. Yeah. If you recall. But yeah, it gives me a hell of a lead blocker and a guy that can also bust out the yardage when you need to. Yeah. Um, receivers. I had also Jimmy Sanderson on my list. Also had Charlie Tweeter as my Julian Edelman type from. Uh, I don't know. Tweeter, the damn it. Movie or TV show? Movie. Billy Bob and Oh, uh Varsity Blues. Varsity Blues, yeah. yeah. Tweeter, the the guy that Yeah. 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 Was trying to bang his teacher. Uh I also had, and you won't get this because you haven't seen the movie, and they never tell you his first name, Featherstone. From Necessary Roughness, a wide receiver who is a Olympic class sprinter, had some problems with his hands. But uh, it seems like he, he got that taken care of by the final game of the season. So I was looking at him. Did you have any offensive players? Uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, Brian Murphy, the tight end from the replacements, was another guy that I just I just ran out of picks. <laughs> you know, he if we were doing eight, he would have been my next one. Gotcha. Um, Say so what? I feel pretty goddamn good about my defense. Holy shit! Yeah, on the defensive side, I uh, was considering Alvin Mack, 
despite the leg injury, I think in, with today's medical technology, we could have got him back. Program? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, oh, middle right. linebacker from the program. Right, right, right. I'm going to bust your guts open and watch you die. <laughs> <laughs> I remember you. You're the man that got my sister pregnant. <laughs> we ain't heard from you. Um, uh, yeah, that was a gruesome leg injury. But, again, if Alex J- uh, Smith can come back from what he came back from, I'm, I'm confident we could get Alvin Mack back. Uh, also on the defensive side, uh, strongly considered Luther LeVay, but again, injuries were a concern, hmm. uh, age as well. Yeah. He was on my board too, but yeah. he, you know, he made a million dollars with that last tackle or force fumble, whatever the yeah. hell it was. But of course, probably ended his career. Yeah. Uh, also had from the same movie, Patrick Madman Kelly, number 69 oh, played on yeah. the defensive line. Also played by the same guy who played Steve Latimer yeah. in the program. Should just went with him. I got the same effect. Basically, yeah, but bigger. I think he was bigger in any given Sunday. Uh, hmm. Makes sense. Yeah. Um, the other one I considered on the defensive side, long, long time ago, Charles Jefferson from Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Oh, All you got to do is fuck with his car, and he's going to just destroy anything that you put in front of him. Fuck! I, I, if I would have thought of him, I would have swapped him out for. Yeah, yeah. Jefferson was that. a bad man. Yeah. Um, I did have a couple of offensive linemen, depending on how deep we wanted to go. Billy Bob, of course. Yeah. You know, bit of a weight problem, bit of a concussion problem, yeah. but you know, I think he could have grown into his frame a little bit. But my my top pick on the offensive line, again, you won't get this because you haven't seen the movie. Manu, Manu, the slender, the giant Samoan center from. <laughs> Was it North North Texas State uh, armadillos? Just a huge Samoan, and yeah, you want to talk about a anchor on your offensive line when he tells his quarterback that no one's going to touch him, no one's going <laughs> to touch him. Is he was a stud? Yeah. Anyone else you had? Uh, no, Shane Falco was the only one I had written down. Um, yeah, that was all I could think of. Yeah, yeah. Well, when you get a chance. Check out uh, Necessary Roughness. It's, mm. it's I think, the 90s. Mm. Um, not Carmen Electra. Kathy Ireland is in it, mm. and she plays a uh, girls' soccer player. The, the premise of the movie is this fictional university, North Texas State, mm. had a dominant football program mm-hmm. under Coach Gennaro. And then they did... Uh, God, what's the team that got the death penalty? Oh, um, fucking uh, SMU. It, it was much like that. They got the death penalty, and then they decide to bring the program back a few years later, a couple years later, whatever it is. But they bring in this coach, Ed Gennaro, who is – they call him Straight Arrow Gennaro. He won't take no shit. Um, and his backup coach or assistant coach is Robert Loggia. Do you know who that is? Robert Lozier? Is it Lozier? It's Lozier, you know, yeah. Okay, well, you know what I'm talking about, yeah. though. Yeah. Um, and Scott Bakula plays this former stud quarterback. I mean, he's literally, like, in his 30s mm-hmm. at the time of the movie. Yeah. But he never played. He decided rather than go to play big-time college ball, he went and ran his dad's farm. Mm-hmm. So the coach, they, they're trying to put this team together, and they have very limited – uh, available players. So yeah, 
Coach Gennaro goes and, and talks him into enrolling in college as a 30-some-year-old freshman <laughs> to come and play quarterback. Wow. And uh, Sinbad is in it. He's actually a professor, but he didn't use all his eligibility, so he gets to play. Uh, their play-by-play announcer is Rob Schneider. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, like I said, Kathy Ireland, they need a kicker, so they get a female soccer player. Uh, I uh, almost wrote his name down, the uh, English guy from The Replacements. I, I did, too. And the guy that plays Alvin Mack in the program plays Featherstone, who was the Olympic sprinter? I was, or not Olympic, but uh, college sprinter that I was talking about, who couldn't catch a cold. And you remember a couple weeks ago, I said, "Don't throw it to Stone Hands." That's a direct line from that movie because he, yeah, <coughs> yeah, he, he can't catch shit, but he's fast as fuck. Um, trying to think, I don't think there's an actual school in. I don't think it's like NCAA. I think it's all fictional schools. Like their main rival is the University of Texas Colts. Mm. That's their the number one school. But yeah, if you like, you know, slightly unrealistic sports movies, they're kind of funny. Kind of like Major League. Somewhat, yeah, yeah. It's it's more uh, more parody than than anything, but not a bad watch. So there you have it. That is our first and probably only ever fictional football player draft unless we get a lot of football movies that come out here real soon don't see that happening but anyway so think that's going to be it yep and in the future i'll give you time to think about it one of the topics i want to do and this is not sports related but music Uh uh-huh i want you to think of your own Uh musical opinions okay that maybe go against the norm. Okay. That that like, you know. Sure. That you know that the average person's like, are you fucking nuts? Because right. I've got my. I, I like Nickelback or something like that. Yeah, like yeah. Nickelback's the greatest band ever made, and right. not okay. too many people feel that way. Yeah, but no. you're gonna proclaim it, okay? Defend it, and, and we'll just see where okay. we're at with that, and okay, see what we can do. So I'll probably think of something. Oh yeah, yeah. I've already got a couple, and again, that is. Directly ripped off from a uh, friend of mine on Facebook. Mm. Thanks, Dave. Uh, Yeah, that is going to wrap it up. We'll be back uh, sometime next week, I would imagine, maybe midweek or whatever, to kind of sum up what happens in the draft, uh, see what we like, what we didn't like, who knows what's going to happen here in these next couple days in the Aaron Rodgers scenario. And I'm not going to be 100% shocked if we don't see some movement on the Deshaun Watson thing. I don't think we will. But again, it's a uh, it's a possibility. Right. Anyway, he's Dylan. I'm Dees. You did that backwards. Bye. Ready? I'm Dees. He's Dylan. Bye bye. And we'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.